Hungry? Domino's has you covered. Grab a large four-topping pizza for only $11.99 at Domino's.ca. Domino's is more than just pizza. Order our delicious side dishes like pasta and chicken wings. Plus, make sure to try our marble cookie brownie for dessert. Check out all the great deals at Domino's.ca. Scrambles to his right and throws. Gurley in the flat. Gurley at the 10. Gurley goes in. His fourth touchdown of the day is that the runner fumbled forward through the end zone and out of the end zone. The ruling on the field is a touchback. First down, Dallas. And Ben is back. Throws it over the middle. Intercepted. Oh, my goodness. It's intercepted by New England. Harmon comes up with a pick. Dude's going to go end zone. It's complete. Demir Bird touchdown. Middle of the end zone. It's Demir Bird. He gets to go ahead and do his bird sign. With your inside look at everything football, it's TSN 4 Downs with Andy McNamara. Brought to you by Domino's. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays, everybody. It is week 16 in the National Football League. And oh my goodness, are there playoff scenarios this weekend? Saturday and Sunday games, fantasy football. If it's not your championship week, it is coming up next week. And if you're out, don't worry. We got some daily DraftKings fantasy tips for you, too. We are delivered by Domino's, people. And this holiday season, it's, the weather sucks out there. Let's be honest. You don't want to go go out to the grocery store and buy food and make it outside of maybe your Christmas dinner. So get Domino's. Get Domino's tonight. Domino's.ca. You can get any style of medium feast pizza for just $10.99. Large four topping, $11.99. Side dishes, desserts. Every, you have friends over. Go to dominoes.ca. Carry out delivery specials all at dominoes.ca. You can get us on Twitter at TSN4Downs at AndyMC81. On today's program, got some fantasy football tips for you coming from Fantasy Sports Network host Chris Meany. So you can tweet us at TSN4Downs at AndyMC81. Get your questions in for myself and Chris. Also, friend of show, Sirius XM NFL host Zig Fricassi joins us. To There are just a plethora of options. My head's spinning trying to keep track of all the different playoff scenarios this weekend. It's going to be absolutely crazy. We'll have hashtag AskAndy for your fantasy football questions, sleeper picks, and don't forget, guys, you can win a Domino's Pizza Grand Prize and cash. How about some Christmas money if you go to our DraftKings contest, draftfree.com, draftfree.com, delivered by Domino's. It is now up, so draftfree.com, the pick'em style. Scrizz and I will give you some of our tips a little bit later on. Mike Skrizniak, our producer. Scrizzy, happy holidays, ho, bud. Ho. Oh, How are you, Andy? I'm doing good, my friend. Listen, there are so many different scenarios that can play out this weekend. But before we do game-wise, I want to have our Christmas Twitter poll at TSN4Downs. And it, it, it takes a bit of a negative turn because this time of year, if you're not in your playoff or in your championship game, you're probably bitter. right? You're angry. And you're thinking, well, something did me wrong. So I want to hear what our listeners Scrooge fantasy football moment is what scrooge moment of the year was it an injury did you draft david johnson with your first pick and he got injured was it somebody you benched that you should have started was it somebody out of nowhere on your opponent's team that swooped in and stole your week for you so what is your scrooge fantasy football moment i got a good one i got a good one okay scris so my fantasy semifinal last week okay I had Leonard Fournette, oh. but he had to sit last week because of his quad injury. Ooh. So I played Chris Ivory. He so, got me so a whole Scriz, whopping four points. So, Scrizz, you thought, hey, you know what? I'm a smart guy. I swooped. You scooped up Chris Ivory. You're like, I'm okay. I had Ivory six weeks ago, just in case. You're thinking, I'm okay. 
They won forty-five to seven, Andy, Oof. and they put up and Chris Ivory put up four points. Cost you your year. Thanks, uh, thanks, Leonard. That's your. <laughs> that is your Scrooge. And moment. he's playing this week. Oh, so, yeah, little sour. Extra little tick. sour eggnog. Little sour eggnog in Scrizzy's glass. So his Scrooge moment is Leonard Fournette not starting. What's yours? At TSN Four Downs at Andy MC eighty one. My Scrooge moment, Scrizz, came all the way back on draft weekend in one of my leagues. When I took Terrell Pryor, and I thought, man, you know what? The hype had a, a great year with no help in Cleveland, going over, not a lot of options in Washington, and not even just a disappointment, a flat-out, outright bust. Just a complete non-factor all season long. Terrell Pryor, hot garbage. Yep. Coming you out were, of the fans You were today. high on him this year. I, I was high. I was high on... on Terrell Pryor, and he, as a lot of people were, with Kirk Cousins. Like it should, you went from Cody Kessler, okay, to, and Terrell Pryor also played a little quarterback. <laughs> you went from, your, from yourself to Kirk Cousins, who's going to become the highest paid quarterback in NFL history this offseason. Uh, you go that and you do nothing. Just unbelievable. Unbelievable. So that, that's my Scrooge moment. What's yours? At TSN 4 Downs, at Andy MC. 81, and if you want to uh, share with Scrizzy, did Leonard Fournette screw you over? Did he screwge you at Scrizzy underscore TSN? So that's the poll question. Uh, Scrizz, as I said, tons of great games. Let's get to it. The Big Three. Okay. Oh, holiday edition. Yes. Yeah, a little festive drop I like here it. I like it. Okay. You know what? I want to skip over the Saturday games for now, and this one, depending how it plays out, really shifts the playoff picture instantly. 1 o'clock Sunday, Saints hosting the Falcons. Second time these two teams have played each other in three weeks. Weird of the NFL, the Patriots and Bills are the same way. Like, division rivalry games so close together. Saints 10-4, and four, Falcons 9-5. and five. Drew Brees, and this is what's, what's very interesting to me, Scriz, When And if, if, you, if you take a, a little bit of a fantasy look at it, Drew Brees has not been the same guy. Not because he isn't still an elite quarterback, because he hasn't had to be. He's averaging 18 to 19 fantasy points, where in past years the Saints wouldn't win if he didn't pop up 400 yards. But you got Ingram and Kamara. Yeah, Drew Brees doesn't have to f- throw 45 times a game. And look what happens. Look how good, along with a, a much improved defense, right? Like, look what they have been able to do. So, the Saints and Falcons. If the Falcons win, they're still in play for the division. If the Saints win and... Carolina loses, they clinch the NFC South. Who do you like? Well, if you remember in that first meeting two weeks ago between these two teams, Alvin Kamara got hurt in the first series. Yep, concussion. With the concussion. This week he's back. And in that home stadium, with that defense, the way they're playing, and the un- kind of the unpredictable nature of the Falcons' offense this year, like one week they look really strong, they're running the ball like crazy, Julio Jones is going off in the next week. Oh. Matt Ryan puts up six points of fantasy. So you yeah. don't really know what kind of Falcons team you're getting. Way too up and down. I'm going to take the home team in a Drew Brees revenge game. He remembers that last interception that he threw to Deion Jones Ooh. in the end zone. And I think he bounces back for a big game. Now you mentioned coming back for this game is Kamara when they, he was not available after getting concussed. Tevin Coleman also back for the Falcons. So think, think about this. You have you got two elite level quarterbacks. Now whether Matt Ryan is playing like one now is... Up for debate. I don't think he is. But the running game is really where I think it's interesting. Freeman Coleman versus Ingram Kamara. 
That's fascinating. You can grind this game out on the ground. You got two backs that, and it's so rare because what do we hate always in fantasy football? Because we hate committees. We hate sharing the ball. For whatever reason, in this case, especially with the Saints, it's working. You might have two guys on the same team that go to the Pro Bowl. That's crazy. At the same position. That's crazy you're able to do that. So you have Coleman back into this game for the Falcons as well. So I think this is really going to come down which team has the better day on the ground. I'm going to go Saints as well. I just think you, you're you able to get more consistency out of Drew Brees, and especially this year. Maybe it's Super Bowl hangover, whatever. And I think the loss of Kyle Shanahan doesn't get talked about enough. That is a big reason why this Falcons offense looks so different. So I'll take the Saints because if Drew Brees has to, you know he can. This year, if Matt Ryan has to lead a comeback, we don't know. Five and a half on the points. I'll take the Patriots. I think the Patriots cover. Oh, sorry, not the Patriots, the Saints. I think they cover. I think also the Saints will want to win this game because next week against the Panthers, mm. they want to make sure they have that playoff spot clinched. Yeah. And hopefully they don't have to play as many guys as they can against Carolina. Yeah, and that NFC South really is dictating how this whole NFC playoff structure goes, right? So it's likely three teams from that division are going to make the playoffs. Right. Well, the Panthers but, host the Bucks, which which isn't a part of the big three because the Panthers are going to win. Um, pretty handily, I, yes, I would say. I, I would assume so. I would say. Uh, so that's the one one o'clock game. The other one, Bills Patriots. And if you're a Bills fan, you haven't made the playoffs since '99. You, you can see it. The lights at the end of the tunnel. And then in three weeks, you play the Patriots twice. Oh, and in a game you gotta win at eight and six. It's in Foxborough. Ooh, sorry, Bills Mafia. Yeah, it's gonna be some sad people going through tables this weekend. Bills Mafia is gonna get whacked by Tom Brady. In Foxborough, they don't lose in December in Foxborough. They don't. And the Patriots still have something to play for. It's positioning. It's seeding. It's just making sure that you're able to go into the playoffs strong. They don't lose in Foxborough. I was asked on TSN Edmonton Radio, I think, this week, Chris. It was, what do the Bills have to do to win? I said, well, you've got to force Tom Brady to turn the ball over, which he doesn't at home. But if you do, you got to get one or two turnovers, and then you have to convert those to touchdowns. And you probably need something weird to happen on special teams. It's just too many ifs. And Bill Belichick, we know he likes to take away the secret weapon of the other team. Mm-hmm. So I fear for LaShawn McCoy because he's the Yeesh. only guy you really have to game plan around. That's it. How bad, how bad does that Nate Peterman game look now? Yeah, not good, eh? What if you, what if you, if you played Tyrod and won, you'd be 9-5. and five. You'd be 9-5 and five right now. Yep, and just have to worry about beating the Dolphins next week. That's it. Yep. Every, it, listen, it, it's no accident if you're an organization you haven't made it since 99. So double digit, though. Here's where it gets interesting in the spread. I think we're both going to pick the Patriots. 11.5, though. That seems a little steep. I don't think the Bills are going to get bulldozed that bad. I think the Pats win, but it's by 9. I think the Bills do cover. <sighs> I don't know. Yeah, I'm going to agree with you there. That's you know? just, that's a lot of points for a division rival. And, like, the Bills rarely get massacred by New England anyway. No. So, I still think Shady will, like, he's going to have to try to run. Like, they're going to give him the ball about 30 times. They have they're no going to have to. Uh, the defense has played better. Tredavious White against mm-hmm. Gronk might be an interesting Ooh, dynamic revenge this game. week. Yeah. Um, but I agree, 11.5 is a lot of points, especially coming off that big win against Pittsburgh last week. They might they might have a little bit of a letdown. Maybe a little bit. So, yeah, I'm, I agree with you. But the the to Interesting cover. to see, too, um, Mike Gillisley is uh, rumored to be getting some uh, work, some workload, 
right? With, like uh, handing out resumes because he needs a job type <laughs> work because he stinks. Well, but against his old team, so that might be a little sneaky play fantasy wise. All right, one more for you: the four twenty five game, and you talk about all the intrigue is in the NFC to me. Seahawks. Cowboys, both eight and six. This is an old school WWE loser leaves town match. Loser is out. Yeah, like of the playoffs. It's hunt. Kevin Sullivan versus Cactus Jack. Oh yeah. Who? <laughs> Cowboys, Seahawks. Now this one is in Big D. If it was in Seattle, it might change my mind a little bit. Scrizz, I I just feel that with Zeke coming back. You're going to see the Cowboys go back to do what they were doing so well. That's Prescott not asked to do too much. And Zeke Elliott absolutely running wild. That Seahawks D is just not what it used to be. It just isn't. Injuries, attrition, it just isn't. And it's on the road. Andrew, did you see what Todd Gurley did to Seattle last week in Seattle? Oh, my. So, yeah, I wonder what a pissed-off Zeke Elliott might do at home to the Seahawks defense. (laughs) Zeke is always great, but when he's angry, he's extra good. And And he's pissed. But we'll play the sound a little bit later on where he um, wasn't too pleased with reporter questions. Right, Chris? No, he was, he, uh, he's been dealing with the same questions for six weeks. You think, come on, guys. You think he wants up, to keep talking about Here's it? the thing, too. You have an elite-level running back with fresh legs at the end of December. Oh. But it's also like, it's the play-action game now for Dallas that comes back, too. Because sure that's what does. they've been missing. Sure. And Everybody moves up. Everybody improves with Zeke coming back. And the Seahawks, I just think, it, it, it's on the road their window is closing. They go down in Dallas. It's the same. It's going to be the same story. Russell Wilson will probably have a good game, sure, but probably not good enough. Like he can't, can't rely. He can't do it all on his own for seventeen weeks a year. No, you, it, they really got to retool that team to get him some consistent weapons. What do you have, Russell Wilson, working with there? I know there's been injuries in the running game, but none, even at the start of the year, nobody was a stud. No, but I you do have think, Fat Eddie Lacy. You're I, paying him to make weight. I do like Mike Davis though. I think he's yeah. a fun. I think he's a good, good running back. But the O lines in shambles. Yeah, a lot of injuries on the defensive end. Like they miss Richard Sherman, obviously. Sure. But Chris, so. he's, he's look, Mike Davis has looked good for now. But we've seen other Seattle backs flash and then go away. Like is that the running? Is is that the running back? Is that the line? I think it's is the it line. Both? I think it has to be the line. You know, it's uh, it's going to be an interesting game though. Uh, I'm picking a close one, but the Cowboys and Zeke goes for Zeke goes for one twenty and. I'm, I'm going to say two TDs. I think two TDs. I think I agree with you, man. He's going to go huge. Take the over. Four and a half Dallas. Yeah, I'll, I'll take that point line. All right, we will take the break. On the other side, we'll get into some fantasy football talk from Chris Meany, host on the Fantasy Sports Network. You can tweet us your fantasy football questions, whether it's for your DraftKings Daily lineup or your championship fantasy league game at AndyMC81 at TSN Four Downs. A lot more coming up after this. Behind me, you know, I'm just trying to start a new page, a new chapter, and uh, you know, I just want to. I'm not talking about it anymore. This is gonna be the last time you hear me speak about it, so please don't even ask me about it. Can you not gonna talk about the prospect? Can you talk about what you did the last six weeks? No. Can you talk about at least what went into some of your conditioning? Uh, I'm ready to talk about the Seattle Seahawks. I'm ready to talk about the Dallas Cowboys. I'm not speaking on it anymore. Why is it that you don't want to talk about that? All right, I'm done. Thank you. Humbug, says Zeke Elliott, to off-field questions. Welcome back to TSN 4 Downs. I'm Andy McNamara. You're listening on TSN 1050 Toronto, TSN 1150 Hamilton, across the TSN Radio Network. On Twitter, at TSN 4 Downs, at AndyMC81. And guys, we are delivered by Domino's. Perfect anytime food. Delivery, carryout, Domino's.ca. Hey, check out their any-style medium feast pizza for just $10.99. You want something a little bigger? 
about a large four topping for eleven ninety nine? They got side dishes, pasta, chicken wings, breads, marbled cookie brownie for dessert, and a gentleman who I know loves some himself some marbled cookie brownie from the Fancy Sports Network. Our buddy Chris Meany. Chris, how's it going? Hey, Andy, how are you, man? You're right, I do. <laughs> I, I wish I had some. <laughs> yes, yes. So, soon, and you know what? You can get it at Domino's.ca. So don't worry about it. It's all good. It's all good. Uh, check it out. Chris, it is Fantasy Football Championship time, and we were talking in the first segment, myself and producer Mike Skrizniak, that for a lot of people, we get tweets, I'm sure you the same, people bitter, and, and they're still looking to play fantasy, so they got DraftKings options and, and DFS. So we'll get some tips from you there. But our, our question, our holiday edition question was, what was your fantasy Scrooge moment of the year. Skriz said it was last week when he lost in the semis when Leonard Fournette was benched, he played or was out injured and he played Chris Ivory who got him four points. For me it was drafting Terrell Pryor too high. What's your Scrooge fantasy moment? Uh yeah, the prior one uh is certainly a good one. For me it's maybe Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan mm. has has bothered me all year and I knew this <laughs> offense was going to take a step back with Kyle Shanahan leaving town but there's really no excuse for it I mean last year he had eight games where he hit at least three passing touchdowns he did, he hadn't done that all year wow. he hadn't hasn't had a game where he's had 20 fantasy points Nick Foles last week in one start this year hit that mark and had four passing touchdowns himself so for me I'm not into drafting quarterbacks early but Matt Ryan fell to about the eighth or ninth round and I took him and I thought I'd be okay so for me it's Matt Ryan I'm a little bit down in this whole Falcons offense. Yeah, and Julio. Julio yeah. as well. Just not popping all year. Like, I drafted Julio relatively high, too, Chris. And, and I know when you draft Julio in recent years, you take the odd injury into account, and you're, you're going to live with that. He had the 150-point game, but otherwise, like for Julio putting up between 11 and 15 fantasy points each week for where he's been drafted, it's terrible. It's just not good enough. He has no. the exact same amount of touchdowns as Odell Beckham Jr. this year. Think about oh, that for a second, wow. because OBJ hasn't played for weeks. Yeah, so, yeah, Julio. It's and you know what? It's, I don't feel like it's totally on him. Again, it's this offense, and Sarkeesian comes over from Alabama, and he's just it, it's it's much of the same old. They don't target him at all in the red zone. You see when Atlanta gets inside the twenty, he comes off the field. It's it's very puzzling. So it's something to think about next year when you're when you're looking at some of these wide receivers and just look at maybe guys who get targeted, especially inside the red zone. Want to work in a Twitter question here from Travis on Twitter here, Chris. Uh, says, I'm in my championship week. Who should I start at tight end? Jack Doyle against the Ravens or Eric Ebron versus the Bengals? Oh, that's a tough one. I'm really liking what I've seen from Eric Ebron over the past couple weeks. He's been involved. I know he's frustrated a lot of people, but Ebron, I have ranked one spot higher than Doyle. Hmm. I just, it's his involvement inside the red zone, and we've been waiting for this all year. You know, when they lost Anquan Bolden, who led that Detroit team in red zone targets, we were, like, thinking that Ebron was going to step up, but he's had some drop issues. But over the past couple weeks, the targets have been there, double-digit targets. He he found the end zone last week as well. So I'm going to have to go there. I think it's just a better offense, and that's why I lean that way with Detroit. I know they're on the road, but not really feeling what the Colts are doing over the past couple weeks. No, no, and really, man. uh, And I, I had this question... The other day, I was on TSN Ottawa Radio. I want to get your take on it. Keeper League, um, Andrew Luck for yeah. next year. For next year, I thought, you know what? Myself, Chris, I was thinking, and, and they didn't really clarify the rest of the roster, so that always comes into account. But overall, depending on where you are, it might be worth a flyer. But hey, man, like they got to, that Colts team has to improve a lot so, you know, he doesn't get lacerated kidneys and spleens. 
You're right. It's, it's tough. And I'm all for, you know, buying low and certainly in dynasty leagues and keeper leagues on guys who have been hurt, you know, Dalvin Cook. Maybe people were willing to part with him over, you know, a few weeks ago when he had that really hot start in his rookie campaign. But for Andrew Luck, there certainly are some question marks there. They have to address the offensive line for sure. You know, over the past couple of years, drafting guys like Philip Dorsett in the first round is just, it's cost Andrew Luck. And, mm-hmm. and, you know, multiple, multiple checkups, you know, going over to Europe is the last I heard to, to check on his shoulder. And it's concerning. And you see every single year quarterbacks that get on, that were undrafted finish inside the top 10. We're seeing it again this season. So I, I, I would kind of take a pass on Andrew Luck. I just, if you can get him on the cheap, sure, because the upside is huge. It's tremendous. But uh, there's a lot of concerns right now in Indianapolis. Yeah, no doubt. In conversation with Chris Meany from Fantasy Sports Network and SiriusXM on Twitter, at Chris Meany. Uh, when you look at Dynasty here, Chris, and somebody like every year, of course, we have players emerge, right? They jump up. So a couple names to throw at you as far as somebody you'd look to to keep or, or draft or really have your eye on for a keeper in Dynasty Leagues going into next year. Juju Smith-Schuster. Love him. Yeah. Love him. <laughs> There's a lot to like about Juju Smith-Schuster. I mean, setting records as a 20-year-old, finding the end zone. He's going to get a real shot this weekend or well, Monday on Christmas as, you know, potential true number one wide receiver and see what he can actually do and the attention that he'll have to get. I know it's a weaker squad in the Houston Texans and they've given up the most 40-yard touchdowns this year, but... With no Antonio Brown, we're going to get a true shot. My one concern with the Steelers, and I love all their pieces, I love Brown and I love Bell, is is Big Ben. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, he's, you know, the home and road splits are for real. There were some rumblings last season in the off season that he would retire. And there's a really good chance that he could hang him up this offseason. And I think that everybody inside that offense, including Antonio Brown, because we've seen when Michael Vick has stepped in and some other guys have stepped in for Big Ben, the numbers come down. They really do. I mean, that streak of Brown, the the five catches and the 50-plus yards, I think it was like double digits, almost flirting with 20 straight games. And when Ben was out of the lineup, Brown was invisible. So yeah. I love where Juju is headed. Uh, I, I, you know, if you have him in a dynasty league and a keeper league, I, I think you're in a really good spot. But don't be shocked, especially if the Steelers can find a way to get to the Super Bowl and win this year where Big Ben just goes out on top. And I think Jeez. that would affect everybody in the offense. Yeah, the, the quarterback drop-off is uh, quite intense. And, uh, yeah, they're not going to have a high draft pick. So uh, let's get to a couple of uh, daily DraftKings options here. For those, again, who are out of the championship weekend but still playing, uh, what do you make of the Jacksonville Jaguars receivers here, Chris? Because Keelan Cole has come out of nowhere. Dede Westbrook, a rookie, has done quite well over the last little while in partnership with Marquise Lee. And we remember, too, you're dealing, one, with Blake Bortles. Two, they're down their top two receivers due to injury for the whole year. So for the likes of, of Cole and Westbrook to put up the numbers that they've been doing, it's impressive. You're in San Francisco. It's a road game. The 49ers, they played better with, with Jimmy G. But that the defense still isn't great. How are you feeling about Jaguars receivers this weekend in daily play? I feel good about them. Yeah, last week, you know, people who played D.D. Westbrook and they were let down, I think this is a really good bounce-back spot, especially if you are playing daily and you're playing in tournaments. You know, you'll probably get D.D. Westbrook at a low ownership, and he's been involved. Last week was a, was a little bit surprising, sure, you know, with Marquise Lee leaving that game and D.D. wasn't getting those targets. But look at the first three games that D.D. had, over 200 yards. He was heavily involved in the offense. He's very, very talented. 
And I know it was only preseason, but he was the best rookie wide receiver in preseason. There was a rapport there with him and Blake Bortles. And for Blake Bortles, this guy's a top seven quarterback over the last four weeks. Huh. He's actually has the second most passing yards behind Big Ben over that span. He's been good. He's been productive. There's only been one bad game with Blake Bortles. I kind of joke, Andy, he's like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get with Blake <laughs> Bortles. But uh, right now he's playing good football. The defense is phenomenal, like you mentioned. And it's putting them in good spots. I mean, you cannot pass on this Jacksonville Jaguars defense. They picked up Darius from Buffalo, and the run defense has been much better. So, And for Keelan Cole, three straight games with a touchdown. He's a deep threat. There's a connection there as well. And he is the perfect DraftKings player in tournaments. He's boom or bust. He's somebody that I'm a little cautious of in cash and in 50-50s and smaller contests. But in big contests last week, you know, in the Millionaire Maker, he was in the winning lineup and he was only 4% owned. His, his ownership is probably going to be a little bit higher, but he's cheap enough, Andy, where you can play him. I love the deep threat, the speed. Uh, I'm in on Keelan Cole, and you're right. Lee Hearns may come back this week, but he's probably going to be on a snap count. He's already said he's not going to be 100% for this game. So uh, continue to ride out this streak until it, until it happens, it's another, until it finishes. Rather, it's, it's another good matchup. Very, very interesting. And, Chris, I'm sure if anybody has any fantasy questions, they can get you on Twitter at Chris Meany, right? Absolutely. Great yeah, stuff, absolutely. buddy. So where can people find you, too? Your great work on Fantasy Sports Network Series. Tell people where they can find you. Yeah, fantasysportsnetwork.com, rotoexperts.com. Uh, we, you know, we do a rankings reveal show every single week. We, you know, um, with Jake Seeley and myself, we, we, we break down all the positions and, and try to help people out in the tough, the tough spots. This is championship week, a couple games today, a couple games on Monday. Uh, we'll be around at Chris Meany, like you mentioned, uh, to answer any questions. Awesome. All right, buddy. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Let's do it again soon. Yes, you too. Thanks a lot, Andy. All right, that is Chris Meany from the Fantasy Sports Network. We'll take the break. On the other side, Sirius XM NFL host Zig Fricassi. We're going to go over these playoff scenarios in what is going to be a crazy Week 16 in the NFL. I'm Andy McNamara, and you're listening on TSN 4 Downs. The pitch, it goes to the near sideline. Got the block at the 35 on the numbers, the 30 sideline, 20. Inside the numbers, the 5. Touchdown, Atlanta! Five seconds left. Snap, spot. No, no good. Missed it to the right. Looked like it had the distance, and Murray misses at the horn. Right where we need to be uh, at this point of the season. You know, we got to find a way to, to get back to work this week and make sure that we play the best we're capable of playing next Sunday to try and get a win. Matt Ryan of the Atlanta Falcons as we... Welcome you back to a holiday edition of TSN 4 Downs on TSN 1050 Toronto, TSN 1150 Hamilton, across the TSN radio network. I'm Andy McNamara. Get us on Twitter at TSN 4 Downs at AndyMC81. If you missed any of the show, you can download it on iTunes, SoundCloud, the TSN 1050.ca show page, iHeartRadio app, and on Twitter. I'll post the link at AndyMC81 and at TSN 4 Downs. We're delivered by Domino's, folks. Domino's.ca. Carryout, delivery, whatever you need this holiday season. Medium feast pizza, any style, just $10.99. Marble cookie brownie, too. Check it out at Domino's.ca. Very happy to welcome back to the show, friend of show from Sirius XM NFL host, Zig Fricassi. Zig, how's it going, buddy? Andy, happy holidays to you. I'm well. How are you? I'm doing well. And listen, this weekend, I've been excited to talk to you more than usual because there are so many playoff scenarios this week. Let's start with one that this one matchup can really shake things out in the NFC. The Saints and the Falcons. We heard Matt Ryan right off the bat. You got the backfield for Atlanta healthy again. You got Freeman, Coleman, Camaro was knocked out of the last time these two teams met with a concussion. They're both back. 
What are your thoughts on this game? How is this going to play out? You know, that's a great question because obviously there is the playoff implication. Simple scenario here for the defending NFC champion Falcons. They win and they're in. And you're right about um, Tevin Coleman. He's been uh, cleared from in the concussion protocol. Dan Quinn obviously pleased about that. And also having uh, Julio Jones to play in this game because he has the confidence that the ankle injury is going to hold up. I mean, it was a you know the first time these teams met on a Thursday night down in Atlanta. This was attrition. It seemed like every other play yeah. somebody was getting hurt in this game. So I think the Falcons edged that one on this time. But I think uh, the Saints get a little bit measure of revenge, although I'm a little concerned that uh, Vaccaro, uh, the outstanding safety, is gone for the rest of the year. You wonder where that big play tough image is going to come back. But still, I think with this being in New Orleans, I'll shade towards the Saints in this one. Yeah, that's a great point with the the defensive. uh, And really for the Saints, it's been about for for Drew Brees, he doesn't have to do as much. You got that backfield, and the defense has really stepped up. They're thin, but they've, they've done a lot. So we'll see how it shakes out. Let's jump to the AFC for a moment here, Zig. In the playoff picture, the wild card hunt, right as it stands now, you have the Titans and the Bills, the Ravens looking in, Chargers real outside shot, and then it's just nonsense after that. But with the the Bills and yeah. Patriots, like, Zig, if you're a Bills fan, I said it at the top of the show, you've been waiting since 99, you look at the schedule, Christmas gleam in your eyes, and oh, it's Foxborough and Brady <laughs> to, to screwge us. Oh, got to be disappointing. Do, do the Bills have a chance? I think they have a chance. Um, I, I think there's no question that, you know, that, that first meeting, you know, it wasn't like the Patriots exactly obliterated them. No. I mean, they, they pulled away a little bit late. And then you had the, you know, Gronk thinking he was a WWE wrestler pulling that nonsense on Tredavious White. And I think to a degree, you know, they're they're, they're not going to go out and hurt Gronk, okay? But I think there's extra motivation in this one for them because I think these players remember what happened. Um, You know, and then you also look at the fact that, you know, New England now with this – you know, the Brady's trainer not having the access and everything mm-hmm. like that. You just wonder, you know, if there's a little bit of discord starting in Foxborough. Um, although still I think they are the better team in this matchup, but I wouldn't be surprised if the Bills hang around long in this one. They're playing well enough defensively, you know, and people are still killing Sean McDermott for benching yeah. Tyrod for Peterman in that game against L.A., which could be the difference. But since then, Andy... You know, they've won three out of four, have played much better, and I still think that uh, things are on the uptick there. I think this stays close, but I think in the end, New England's just a little too strong at home. But then again, if we were to talk in the future and say, hey, Buffalo won this game, we could point to that being motivated from what Gronk did to White the first time around. In conversation with Zig Fricassi from Sirius XM NFL on Twitter at Zig Fricassi. So the other team in the wild card pitcher right now, Titans hosting the Rams. And what a revelation the Rams have been. What a coaching change. Yep. Full off season for Jared Goff. Oh, and uh Todd Gurley is an absolute monster <laughs> in the backfield. You have them against the Titans, and it's a road game, right? And, and Marcus Mariota, they they had high expectations along with the Raiders coming in. Sluggish start, but I feel quietly the Titans have put together a good year. How do you feel about them in this particular matchup against L.A. and then playoff pitcher as far as making it and doing any damage in the postseason? 
You know, Tennessee's a little bit of a tough nut to crack yeah. for me. I mean, in the sense, you know, to, to me, teams that want to win shouldn't be losing to the Arizona Cardinals. And that's what mm-hmm. happened to Tennessee, you know, a couple of weeks ago. So, to me, at times they blow a little bit too hot and cold for my taste. But for this game, you got to think that they have a better chance because – as we've seen throughout the years, and even though the Rams have been this terrific story under Sean McVay, Andy, the one thing I always look at, how do the teams that travel west to east play? And usually it's not very good. Mm-hmm. So in this particular case, if you're thinking about this, this, this is essentially a 10 a.m. Pacific game for the L.A. Rams. How do they handle that? I'm not sure because it's very tough. So for this particular game, even though the Rams, I think, are the better team, I'd probably shade towards the Titans just because of that fact that it's west to east, hence a 10 a.m. Pacific game. I'm not sure the body clock will adapt for the Rams that well here. And that'll make it very interesting in the wild card picture. And last one for you here, Zig, when we look at the um, the, the Baltimore Ravens. And I got a hot take for you. All right, okay. here's, here's my hot take. Tell me, and feel free to disagree. I think if I've they got the ice ready, you got so hot. Okay, <laughs> to ice me off here now. If the Ravens get into the playoffs yeah. and end up playing the Patriots, win around, end up playing the Patriots. I think the Ravens are better built to beat New England than the Pittsburgh Steelers, with history backing me up and how they're built this season. What do you think? You know, I wouldn't dispute that. You know, you remember a few years ago uh, when Baltimore went up there and they just obliterated them. Yep. You know, and and let's face it, I, I think they are. <clears throat> excuse me, they are one of those teams that physically can handle, defensively can handle Tom Brady, and then offensively, uh, Flacco. I'm still, you know, a little bit in limbo on simply because I'm not uh, convinced that he's 100 percent healthy with that back. You know, he's still coming off that uh, ACL injury, too, so it takes over a good year mm-hmm. just for him to do that. But having said that, I think that uh, that's a very good take, and so hot I doused it with ice. So, <laughs> But, uh, you know, it's one, of those, it's one of those things, and they, you know, the Ravens got a very winnable game today, ironically enough, against the former team in Baltimore, the Colts. <laughs> yeah. And then they're down, um, you know, obviously they're, they're battling attrition right now, and the fine receiver Moncrief is out, although Macklin's probably not going to play, affects the passing game a little bit. This could be one of those games that you kind of have the remote ready because you'll get so bored. <laughs> yeah. But I think the Ravens will take it, and they're earmarked for the playoffs, I would think, if they just went out. And Zig, I'm with you on Joe Flacco all year, and that offense has been terrible, so they leaned on Alex Collins. But the last three weeks, they've put up 44, 38, 27 points. That starts to trend in the right direction, and what do we always say, right? The teams that are playing well and best in December have a chance. So it could be, like, the Ravens could be, and it pains me to say as a bitter Browns fan, because they used to be the Cleveland Browns. Yes, they did. It pains me, but they could be a dark horse in this playoff push. Well, and and let's not forget that game you mentioned they had 38. That was a one-point loss to the Steelers, Mm -hmm. where they should have won. They blew... What was it, a nine-point lead at one point, and then yeah. they had a ten-point lead in the fourth quarter, couldn't hang on to it because of some questionable play calling. That's another win for them as far as I'm concerned, even though they lost. But, again, they are a tough team, and, you know, John, John Harbaugh's done a good job under some trying circumstances. And I think, gosh, they've had, 
if I'm not mistaken, at least 15 players go on IR. I mean, they've oh. really gone through a lot this year. Yeah, they really have. And, of course, uh, hey, Zeke Elliott, he is back this week. We heard his comments uh, off the top, and uh, that's going to be interesting. Do you, do you think this is a boom or bust scenario? Like, I just feel them handing him the ball all day and, and him just, just absolutely going off. Yeah, I, and well, it's a, it's a motivation point. I mean, even if the Cowboys somehow don't make the playoffs, which is an entire possibility here, I think for Jason Garrett, it would behoove them to be to build up that winning culture and then hopefully take that in the next year. And then, you know, I think you've got your, to some, a built-in excuse. Well, if Zeke had been there, the yeah. Cowboys would have made the playoffs. But the fact is, uh, you're looking at a Seattle team that I think is running on fumes right now. Half the Legion of Boom is out. Uh, there's a little discord going on with, you know, the, what was it, Wagner and Thomas kind of getting into it. Uh, you know, injuries, K.J. Wright hasn't been healthy. And then we saw last week against the Rams, gosh, Russell Wilson couldn't do Frank Tarkenton again because the Rams were all over him with seven sacks, three by oh. Aaron Donald. I mean, Ugly. I, I mean, you know, you talk about meeting at the quarterback. Uh, hmm. You know, poor Russell was taking quite the beating. Their offensive line is putrid. They have no ground game. But Russell, I'm sure, will find a way to try to keep this uh, game close tomorrow. But I think you're right. Zeke, uh, they'll pound him left and right, mix in a little Alfred Morris. I think Dallas uh, still has a shot, though. You know, they got to run the table and then beat Philly the next week. But uh, it'll be interesting to see how this shakes out. I think Elliott will be fresh and lean and ready to go in this one. Yeah, it'll be exciting. And uh, loser goes home, is eliminated between the Cowboys and the Seahawks. Uh, Zig, have a very Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Thanks so much for stopping by. Andy, always a blast, man. Thank you. Thank you. Zig for Cassie. You can hear him on Sirius XM. Great host there for their NFL channel and on Twitter at Zig for Cassie. Covers a lot of hockey, too, so check him out for some hockey looks as well. We'll take the break. Come back. I will answer some of your fantasy football questions. Use hashtag AskAndy on Twitter at AndyMC81 at TSN4Downs. My sleeper picks and our Domino's Pizza DraftKings contest at DraftFree.com. Scriz and I will give you a little bit of our lineups. Not too much because we still want to win. But a lot more coming up on TSN4Downs. Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad. Prospero año y felicidad. Happy Holidays! Merry Christmas, everybody! As we wrap up this holiday edition of TSN 4 Downs, I'm Andy McNamara. We're delivered by Domino's. How about a nice pre-Christmas snack or meal? All your buddies over, family, whatever. Go to Domino's.ca, carry out delivery. Any style medium feast pizza for just $10.99. Get the bread sides, the pasta's phenomenal. Chicken wings, marble cookie brownie, anything you want. Dominoes.ca, dominoes.ca. Get us on Twitter at AndyMC81 at TSN4Downs. And if you miss any of the show, you can find us on iTunes, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio app, the TSN1050.ca show page, or on Twitter, again, at AndyMC81 and at TSN4Downs. So we're going to go through my sleeper picks here for your championship week. And again, if you're out of your playoffs, your league playoffs, you're done. There's only two people per league that are in the championship. But if you're out and you still want to play fantasy football, DraftKings always has your back. So we'll give some DraftKings, uh, my DraftKings sleeper picks. You can find those on the DK Playbook now at DraftKings.com. Uh, but I want to get to a couple Twitter questions. You can use hashtag AskAndy 
at andymc81 at tsn 4 downs. Have one here from uh, at Zachary Goods 94 says, should I start Alshon Jeffrey or Mike Wallace this week? I'm going with Alshon Jeffrey. I like how Flacco and Wallace have hooked up recently, and I'm not expecting Nick Foles to go for another four-touchdown day. But that Eagles offense is just so much more in tune. The Ravens have been coming on a bit, but I'm not trusting Wallace. You trusting Wallace? It's game flow, I think, that might, that it might hurt Mike Wallace. Yeah. Because if Baltimore smashes Indy like we all think they will... Alex Collins. It's going to be a lot of Alex Collins and trying to wind down that clock. Buck Allen. So unless you get a Wallace TD in the first half... You're probably going to be frustrated. Yeah. I got, you got to go with Jeffrey. He's just he's a stud, too. You can't he not is. play Al, Alshon it, Jeffrey. And he's one of those guys, especially in this offense, it seems like you can roll him out no matter who the quarterback is to a certain degree. So I'll say Jeffrey. Uh, another one here from at Ryder Fan Rob says, Mariota, Dalton, or Garoppolo? All three. And he used the hashtag AskAndy. All three of these guys have very tough defenses to go up against. Uh, Dalton, Cincinnati's done. They're checked out. They're done. Marvin Lewis is gone. That team has mailed it in, so it's over. I love me some Jimmy G. You know, Scriz, I am heavy on Jimmy Garoppolo. Not this week against the Jags. I don't. I don't care if they're traveling or not. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna test that Jags defense. So I'll go Marcus Mariota here. And again, up and down. He always can give his. Uh, always has legs as an option, right? I just feel like he's been inconsistent. He's he's really alternated between uh, 18, 19 fantasy points and single digits, but. I, I, out of those three unlikable options, I'll go Mariota. You agree? Um, hey, Ryder fan, how did you get this far with those as your quarterbacks? <laughs> I'm assuming he had Wentz. That, that makes the, the most that makes sense. sense to me. Yeah. You're, you're, not, you're not getting to your championship with those three. No. Um, you, can't, you can't play Dalton. Jimmy G is that deep. You have to go Mariota. Right. Like, I'm a I Titans don't love fan. it. I'm a Titans fan. I don't even want to say that. Like, and the Rams defense is real good, too. But, yeah, but the corners have been susceptible. Yes. So out of those three, again, if I had, if you had the choice, if you're, if you're well, playing on DraftKings, has the choice. <laughs> <laughs> if you're playing on DraftKings, I wouldn't touch any of them. No. But no, if no, you, no. out of those three, go there. You can send more of your questions at andymc81 at tsn 4 downs Use the hashtag AskAndy. Got a couple of sleeper picks here, Skriz, that I have on my DK Playbook DraftKings.com article. You know I've been tout- shouting this name from the rooftop with Hunter Henry out. Lacerated kidney for the Chargers. I'm going old school. I'm dialing back the clock to the early 2000s. Antonio Gates and Phil Rivers hook up one more time. I believe they had the second most uh, connections. Quarterback, t- quarterback, pass catcher after uh, Peyton Manning, Marvin Harrison. It, so. Yes, yes, actually, you're, you're right. And how about this? Antonio Gates, he's being phased out. This could be the end for the 37-year-old. He could hang him up. So what better? What a career. Right? Then one more time, those two hooking up with the opportunity. The, the chances are going to be there. Jets defense is middle of the road. Chargers still technically. They need a win. Right? They're they, still in it. They have something to play for. And, it's, and if you're looking at DraftKings play, 2500 bucks. It's the lowest price point, and you're getting a starting Hall of Famer tight end. There you go. I love it. I love it. So Smart money, Andy. Antonio Gates, baby. And then um, – I like Capri Bibbs as a value play. Now, again, if you're in your championship game, am I going to tell you to start Capri Bibbs? No, because you probably have good running backs to get this far. So yeah. don't do that. If you're facing an injury or you need a flex spot, I think it's a value play definitely on DraftKings. He's 3500 bucks, and here's what you have to keep in mind. Sam Perine is, uh, Pirine is banged up for Washington. Capri Bibbs flashed last year and showed up 
last week. He's more of a scat back guy. He has that burst. He can make you miss. So I'm liking uh, Bibbs in this case again for he's going to fill I think the Chris Thompson pass catching role for Kirk Cousins. Went off for 15.3 fantasy points last week in PPR. So go with him. Denver's run defense. It like the Denver defense is still good, but they mailed it in. It sucks. Well, right? they're on the field for like 45 minutes exactly. a game. So. Exactly. And by the way, folks, you can go draftfree.com or DraftKings contest, draftfree.com, delivered by Domino's. There's a Domino's pizza grand prize and cash. Hey, how about that for starting the holidays? You play Sunday, win some Domino's or some cash at our DraftKings contest, draftfree.com. So it's the pick'em style. You'll be playing head-to-head against me and Scripps. We want to win. So you pick the best player in each group. So there's eight groups. Which player in each group you think is going to have the best week? We'll give you a sample real quick for one. Tier one, Todd Gurley, Kareem Hunt, and then Kamara. That is tough. That is tough, Scrizz. <laughs> they're, they're all so good. That's they're, why they're in tier one. They're all so good. I think I might lean against... I might go Todd Gurley here against Tennessee's defense, even though I know the run D's real good. But Todd Gurley seems to be in the zone. I'm going to have to double down with Todd Gurley as well because I have him in my one championship final ah, this week. Okay. So, Kareem yeah. Hunt, though, against the Dolphins. That's tempting. That's real well, tempting. Kamara in the passing game, too, against the yeah. Falcons' defense is very tempting Ooh. as well. They're all good. They're all good. That's why, yeah, as you said, that's why they're tier one. So you can play along with us, draftfree.com, and follow us on Twitter at TSN4Downs at AndyMC81. So that'll do it for producer Mike Skrzniak. I'm Andy McNamara. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays, everybody. We really appreciate your support and listening to the program and interacting with us all over the place. Have a great holiday season. We'll be back next week. Enjoy the games.